There you go. What up? What up? Hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? Everybody in the chat and Alex and uh, Bogey. Yeah. I know you're with us. Hell yeah. What up, Nelson? <laughs> oh, you're quiet. I can turn up the volume. There we go. What up, Nelson? Mike, check. Mike, check. Well, I'm fine. I couldn't hear you, but he can hear me good, right? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, okay, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Losing my right. voice a little bit. I think that's what's happening. Another Friday <laughs> day night. Heck yeah. Shout out to Bakes a lot. Shout out to Gustavo in the chat. Because it's still early for us here, but you guys on the West Coast, it's almost bedtime. Heck yeah. All <sighs> right. Nelson. Why don't you give us a little backstory about this movie we're talking about, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. I knew nothing about it coming into this. Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Well, you had the a couple of the greats, Clint Eastwood, <laughs> uh, and, uh, Jeff uh, Bridges, and Gary Busey was in it. But you know what? He was in like two scenes, I think, quickly. <laughs> yeah, two scenes. And the southern accent, like he was going all, all southern accent. All, <laughs> all right, you're supposed to do for lunch. It's too early for lunch. It's only <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning. Hey, it's totally true, man. Those damn bosses always trying to get over. This <laughs> his brother. Yeah, all right, <laughs> man. So I, I thought Busey was going to be in it more. I guess that's when he was uh, just getting going. Yeah, for sure. 1974. I, mean, I mean, Jeff Bridges looks like a kid. Clint Eastwood, I mean, he looks like a kid compared to, you know, any recent stuff. And Gary Busey, yeah. like, man, what was he, like, 27, 25? Like, looks super Probably young. something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, then um, uh, George Kennedy. Now, he, was, he's, he played Red. Uh-huh. Old guy. Yeah. Now, I saw, I've seen him in a lot of movies, like in the 80s and 90s. Right. But I can't think of anybody. I can think of, like, him being... You know what? Maybe he was in. Um, was he not in uh, those Leslie Nielsen films? Did he play like uh, a funny guy? So naked, naked Guns, right? Yeah, was he George Kennedy in the Naked Guns? I think he might have been. I think he was in that. Yeah. Anyway, that's what you know. A couple of classics. I've seen his face and stuff. So he looked the same. He's like Steve Martin. Yeah. Steve Martin. He doesn't seem to age. He's always had that white gray hair since i can remember since i was three definitely <laughs> right so it doesn't look much different so yeah so they uh so it pretty much starts off with um lightfoot who is um jeff bridges character he's a fun loving dude that was in, in and out of group homes and stuff i guess he doesn't really have a family or anything so he steals a car <laughs> but he's a likable guy yeah on the, on the car lot <laughs> so he's got a you know a wooden leg and stuff Get some sympathy from the car salesman or the owner of the dealership, I guess. And it's set out in the country somewhere in, uh, oh yeah, in um, Montana. Okay. So I, I didn't watch it, but there was a something on YouTube uh, locations where they shot it. Oh, okay. I didn't get a chance to watch it though. Okay. Let me check it out later after the show. And then, um, so the backstory with uh, yeah, so he bumps into Clint Eastwood, who's uh, pretending he's a preacher. Then these guys starts firing at him, and so there's a history of these guys trying to kill Clint Eastwood's character. And, and, then, I, know, uh, and I know this movie isn't a western, but man, I swear, like, did all every movie from back then that was like maybe kind of close to any kind of western 
like it just all started with like some kind of shirt church shooting or something of that nature. <laughs> Seems like it, right? Yeah. Maybe that's how they get the idea of the westerns. Well, the thing is, it's in the seventies, so it's after the westerns were big. They stopped doing westerns kind of in the seventies. Yeah. But they're doing more criminal stuff, right? Shootouts and stuff like that. Yeah. Heist movies like this one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know what the movie was about. I assumed, um, I, I just, I just assumed some kind of uh, craziness and the, some like weird friendship going into the movie and doesn't even really take them that long. I mean, you just know right away. There's definitely something wrong with, uh, with Clint Eastwood. Like what kind of shenanigans is he in? He's like a priest or something. And he just starts, yeah, he just runs right into the woods. He sees the guy starts shooting at him. He's out of there. <laughs> just yeah. runs into the middle of nowhere. It's like, where the hell is he going to go? It doesn't look like there's anything around. Just open fields pretty much, right? Yeah. And then, uh, so he comes to the rescue as uh, Todd Breeze's character. Comes to the rescue. Uh, ends up driving down the guy that was shooting at uh, Johnny, who was Clint Eastwood. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, so he kills him. It's kind of how they talked about it. Like it was no big deal. Yeah, he took him out. Yeah. But um, On I guess uh, they, 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 oh yeah, so they end up having a history. The guys are trying to shoot them. The, the history, they were back in the war days. They were, yeah. war, they were war buddies. And, you know, the heights went wrong and whatnot. You know, fighting over the money type of thing. Yeah. We can go into that. You 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 were going in through the acts, right? Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll get into all that. And Ryan, yeah. what up, Ryan? He said a hidden gem from Clint Eastwood. Yeah, this is one that I never saw, and uh, definitely very solid. I mean, definitely a solid movie, just uh, just all around. I think maybe where my gripe would be with uh, it's kind of how slow things progressed, and yeah, I mean, there's just there's a lot of storytelling in there, but it's almost like. Just based on the way that guys are talking, it's like, I don't know. Like, we could pick up a lot of the backstory ourselves just from, like, little things that they could be saying. Um, like, yeah, like, sure you can. I feel like they just explain things, like, a lot of times with, like, the, uh, just the robbery and everything. Um, yeah, we found out about that a little later. Yeah. Maybe 40 minutes in, probably 45 minutes in, I think. I guess this movie is about, yes, it is about two hours long almost. Man, I watched it in commercials too. <laughs> I watched it on Tubi. Nice. It wasn't yeah. on, uh, it wasn't on YouTube. I paid, you know, $3.99. But it was free on Tubi with commercials. So took a little longer to watch, obviously, with the commercials, but they weren't that bad though. And um uh... So this movie, 1974, $4 million budget, give or take. I guess it looks like there's a couple different um, numbers. You never really know 100%, but it was either it's either $2 million or $4 million, one of the two. That's what it has on Wikipedia. $25 million at the box office. I mean, it seems like a lot for 1974. Plus, it, you know, it costs $4 million, so that's a good uh, payout, man. Yeah, for good sure. Profit. Definitely. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess this is what the actors are striking for, right? Is like when it's on like these Amazon Prime or whatever uh, apps. Streaming. still on here, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still on here. There's ads that I got to sit through. 
So yeah, the streaming doesn't pay that much, so it's pretty low. I know that's what sucks. Got to get that changed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm working on. We'll see what happens. They're doing the writers right now. Yeah, looks like oh, the, in the bargaining, I guess process they're getting. Um, I guess going to talk about. I guess they're offered the deal, right? Yeah, and they better just like raise the money on the advertisers. Like that's, I mean, where I assume a lot of the money is coming from, um, on uh, a lot of streaming platforms. Yeah, and the money is in advertising. That's where all the money is. Image. Yeah, I mean, how the TV shows get made? I mean, really, it's because of like the ads that they were selling, like on the TV shows, or knowing that they could sell that the the ads based on the commercials. Yeah, pretty much what you're doing. You're watching commercials. They want you to buy products, commerce. You know, I want you to um, contribute to the economics of society. They got to get you to spend money. You got to buy into things. Yeah. So the shows, it's not that you're watching commercials, watching a show and this commercial come out. You're really watching commercials and the show is there to keep you so you don't leave to watch commercials. So right. how can they advertise you? Well, okay, let's present a show. It's 22 minutes out of 30 minutes. And then we advertise for eight, eight minutes out of a half hour. That's some good, um, let's go some good, what some good pavement. Yeah. Counting the pavement to get people to watch. That is for sure. Your product, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's why they call it TV programming. I'm going to program you to watch commercials so you can buy, 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 buy products, products, yeah. products, products. That's what it's all about. Right? Exactly. So let's see, where do we kind of leave off at? So yeah, it, they meet up. I mean, and, and what a weird, you know, what a weird way to meet up. But I mean, that's how some of these movies just start, right? Yeah. Clint Eastwood's running for his life. Jeff Bridges is driving in the stolen car. <laughs> Clint Eastwood's like out in the middle of the street and Jeff Bridges swerves, hits the guy who's trying to uh, shoot Clint Eastwood. And then Clint Eastwood just jumps in the car and like, Jeff Bridges doesn't know what's going on, but he just goes along with it. Yeah, all of a sudden they're buddies, you know? For a second, I thought, okay, do they know each other? Maybe they do know each other. I, say, I don't think they know each other. Say, then I say, wait a minute. No, no, they do know each other. And it's like, <laughs> no, they don't know each other. And I say, oh, you know, what's your name? <coughs> it seemed like he was late, like picking them up or something. Like, where were you? Yeah. So was, yeah, it was kind of odd, man. I was awkward. Yeah. But, you know, I mean... I guess for like guys like this, you know, guys who are just, I don't know, living by the seat of their pants, you know, just like <laughs> letting the road take you wherever it takes you. I mean, cause uh, I mean, find out later about Jeff Bridges character, but he's just been everywhere. You know, he's just like walking around, driving around city to city, state to state. Nothing's holding him back. Yeah, he's not really doing anything. <laughs> Definitely not doing anything. They don't have money. They often don't have money. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, change that. Back then, I mean, especially him, he goes and he just like jacks the car, you know, right away. I mean, there's at least a few hundred bucks right there whenever he wants to sell it. But it's pretty much uh, how I assume that Jeff Bridges is kind of making his way through life. Just like little hustles or cons here or there keep making the money. And uh, I mean, it was even, it was great. So they don't have the, the license plates on that car that he has. And then they go to fill up gas and they were going to just like steal license plates from someone else's car. Oh yeah. They they have a couple. 
They didn't have a screwdriver, so they just stole the whole car. <laughs> yeah. Savages. Savages. Hey, Marty. Marty in the house. What up? But just savages all around. Um, let's see. And then, uh, so what happens after that? So they, they jacked the car. Um, yeah, and then, so he... Uh, Lightfoot takes a Thunderbolt. Lightfoot's Jeff Bridges. Thunderbolt is uh, Clint Eastwood. Takes him back to his motel. But pretty much, Jeff Bridges is all about the ladies. That's literally what he's all about. And so he has to go pick up a few ladies. <laughs> he goes back to, <coughs> to Thunderbolt's motel. <laughs> yeah, and he's never paid for it, by the way. He's never paid for it. No, because, yeah, they're... They're driving by the host role, and uh, yeah, Clint Eastwood's like, Hey, check that out! Like, yeah, I don't pay for it. Sorry, <laughs> I've never paid for it either, by the way, myself, not straight out like that, right? But yeah, I paid, I paid for dinners. You could take her, tell me, take her out. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I've, I spent money, but I haven't paid directly for a, a frosty, yeah. And see, usually, usually it's all the other stuff that costs more, you know, the dinners, the movies, the all that, you know, you just never know. Really, I don't know how much. I don't. I don't spend much. I don't spend much. <laughs> I guess it depends on where you go. <coughs> I spent minimal. Then I get down to a drink. I'll go out and buy her a drink, maybe two. There you go. Spend a half an hour. Okay, I'm going home. You coming? <laughs> no, or not. <laughs> and Marty said the dude no is way. in this movie. It's 1974. Like he's fucking young Jeff Bridges. <laughs> like, let's see when. Uh, when was Jeff Bridges born? Probably 58, something like that, 55. 49. 49. Oh, 49. Yeah, so he was uh, 25. Yeah, Clint uh, Eastwood was born in the 30s, I think. Or maybe, no, nah, maybe not the 30s. Maybe, yeah, maybe 39, 40. Let's see. Let's double check this. So Jeff Bridges is 25 at the time. Um. Yep. 1930. You are correct. Well, 1930. Yeah. Oh wait. What'd you say? I thought you said 30. Oh, no, I was thinking 3940. Okay. Yeah. 1930. Oh so wow. He was. I mean, he's no spring chicken at the time when this comes out. He's already 43. Looks super young though, compared to any any yeah. other. Seen him though. I mean, even now, I mean, he looks old now, but he doesn't look like he's 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 90 something. What up, kiddo? He's like 92 or 93 now. Yeah. I mean, that's what's crazy. It is. He's uh, 93. He's still yeah. doing movies. I thought that was me for a second. Why is mine beeping? Uh, no. And uh, they're making some food out there. Got too smoky, I guess. And uh, what up, Kidda? Yeah, I mean, it's kidda, crazy. Kidda, Kidda. I, I wonder how much. Kidda, Kidda. <laughs> I wonder how much plastic surgery Clint Eastwood has had. That's what I. That's what I wonder. Had to. No, I never it. thought you. I never really thought about that. But I mean, did, did he look kind of weird? He looked all right to me. Well, not about weird. I'm just saying he. Uh, you know, I mean, like you said, I mean, he's like close to a hundred years old, like right now. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and still doing films. This is crazy. Yeah, wild. Oh, wild. you know what? Well, I know another guy. Um, Marty. Uh, Sid, Sid, Sid Croft. The Sid and Marty Croft. They did um. Oh, you, this is this is even before my time, but they did like HR Puff and stuff. And okay, I don't know if you heard of that. It's like a puppet thing. 
I've heard of it, but never, uh, never seen it. Yeah, of course you have. H.R. Puff and stuff. That's your yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was in the 70s. Um, and he wrote that. He, I see him at the farmer's market here in Hollywood. Okay, nice. He's like 94 years old, and he's still right. He's still working. He's got some new show. Nice. That's awesome. So he's like, but Clint Eastwood looks, seems more youthful than this guy. Like, this guy's doing all right for 90s, but Clint doesn't really seem like he's in his 90s. To me. No. He seems more like, like 80, 78, 80 type of thing. Yeah. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Either you're here and you're living or you're not. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. It's not, it's not a whole lot, there's not a whole lot of different paths to go, is there? Really not. Really <laughs> not. Two. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Jeff Bridges. It's uh, it's wild seeing him in here and being. Well, you say. I mean, when we were talking before, you said that you think movies are just shot a lot different than versus now. Well, yeah, you... like, I'm talking like the the nuances, the camera work, the editing. Like you will have more um, visual and physical with no dialogue. You know, yeah. um, or sometimes, yeah, but also you see some some of the things that I don't like where it's um, you can tell that they've only been shooting films like for 20 years. Yeah. If you think about it, right? No, 20, 30 years. It, it went from the stage, right, to musicals and stuff. And then you had The Wizard of Oz at what, 38 or 39 or something? Yeah. But but a lot of those actors are kind of like stage actors on film. Yeah. So the acting doesn't look it's different because yeah. you know it's still new. So there's some things like we were talking about this one where it's like um they overdo it or it's kind of redundant where they show you um what did you say? You they show you it's like they think the audience is <coughs> it's like they think clueless. Yeah, or show you they over they overdo things and showing you the obvious or or maybe repeating something in a dialogue, but they didn't have yeah. to say it twice like that. Right. It's almost like they don't think that the audience is going to put two and two together with the way that they're telling the story. Right. Um, as far as artistic value, I find the artistic value of films back then are better than now. Okay. But um, and what and what reason? If you could point to like just like one or two little things. Well, what reason one was the uh, where you see uh, silence and nothing said, but there's a lot being done. Okay. And they don't and they don't have a problem having um, I won't say minutes, but you know, 20, 30 seconds of no one talking. Yeah. But you know, it's not just dead, you know, dead space, but there's something that they're doing and then it cuts to something else. Like right now, I always kind of like watch the movie as like we're talking, just kind of have it on in the background. So like just little things can like jog my memory. Okay. And like in the beginning, like right after they kind of connect and um, they go down to just, I don't know, middle of nowhere, you know, they're down by a little stream or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like um, Jeff Bridges gives Clint Eastwood like something for his arm to wear like a I think oh, the belt. belt. Yeah. The belt. And then to like pop his shoulder back into place or something. But even just that, I mean, it's just like, maybe like two minutes of like Clint Eastwood, like setting up this thing, you know, and like Jeff Bridges going down to the water to get like a drink of the water out of the, the Creek or the river or whatever. It's probably like two minutes of silence while they're like doing whatever they're doing. Oh yeah. That's a good example. I yeah. personally, I like that stuff because it seems more, it brings more, um, um, a realistic angle to it. 
Yeah. It's like this. You know how you never see someone taking a piss, but you see European films, they're taking a piss in a film, like like, like in a scene. Right. And, and it makes it, for me, it draws me in more because I can kind of relax and see them be their characters of people. Yeah. They're being people. They're not just, it's not just, okay, the scene, okay, talk. It's like, hey, that's something that you might do. You might look at the water, pick up a rock for the water, the rock in the water. Why not? Yeah. What do we do in yeah. real life? Yeah. So, um, you know, I think it could be a patience thing too. I mean, we're, uh, this day and age, we're a little impatient, but we watch right. the films. We, we can't be impatient, man, if you want to see something good. Yeah, for sure. And I'm with that because, uh, yeah, some things, like you said, it is too fast, not necessarily too fast paced, but I feel like, yeah, it just goes from like scene to scene to scene yeah. or like, you know, just conversation to conversation. Like there's no, no buffering, I guess. That's like, you know, just, I don't know, just a lot of times they wouldn't even show, like if someone's like driving somewhere or whatever, a lot of times it'll be like them getting in the car and then somehow just cut yeah, right. wherever, wherever they show up. Oh, there's one part too we're talking. Okay, so they're, they're hitchhiking, right? Yeah. And they get picked up by uh, this crazy dude that had a shotgun and a bunch of 20 rabbits in the trunk. They end up taking that car over because he rolls it. They all get out. And what the and fuck was that guy's problem? <laughs> well, that was kind of weird. You know, it's funny because that was kind of weird, like having that. Nothing really happened, right? But right. it's just kind of funny. The rabbits come out. So the you guys, guy's a psycho. He's got like a raccoon in the front seat. <laughs> yeah. Well, what there's one part I like where um so they so they're in the car. I guess I don't know if he just passes out or they he punched him. He knocked him out, right? Clint, yeah. Uh, um. Oh, this is what I'm telling you where it's you can tell it wasn't scripted. Where um, uh, Jeff Bridges' character, so Lightfoot, so there's rat shit in the front. He says, You smell something? Yeah, he says, No, I don't smell nothing. Yeah, oh, it's, it's raccoon shit. <laughs> and, then, and then he, you know, then he's like, I don't know if he wiped it off his shoe or whatever it was. And then, uh, and then he goes, uh, to Clint Eastwood, he goes, Oh, hey, once on your shirt, hey, smell it. <laughs> And I could tell if you watch that over again, you can see the the his expression. He wasn't expecting that as an actor, right? Because he goes, "Oh, he's like he reacted like like he um, Bridges did that himself." I think right. I, I could tell. Yeah. And um, and you train as a good actors, what they do, no matter what happens, you act, you stay in character. Yeah. And then you just so you get the real the real real moments, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. And if it's not good, it just won't make the final cut, right? Exactly. And you can still see some of that stuff now with the good actors today, too. So it's not that it's um, all lost in this day and age, but yeah. And maybe they're just put those moments in a little more in the older films. And maybe there just wasn't as many movies like getting made back then. And like if you were like someone on the come up, maybe just, you know, could grab your balls a little bit, so to speak, man or woman. And, uh, you know, just do something that you feel in the moment. Whereas, like, now, and maybe there's so many movies getting made that sometimes people maybe don't want to take the risk of uh, doing something wrong versus taking the risk and doing something great. I think that's part of it. And I think it's also um, if uh, there's a lot of actors that aren't that good. There's a lot of, there's more production right. than there are actors that, can fill the role. Then, then there are good actors that can fill the roles, right? You know, it's hard to find like good acting, really. Yeah. So, and if you get all these different networks and stuff compared to what they had to do back then, 
And they said, oh, shitload of actors back then. They've always had actors. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. And there has to be more actors now than there was in 1974, right? Yeah, for sure. Has for to. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, so it's, uh, I think, so you have the actors that aren't that good, so they're not even, they don't even know how to take a risk. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because they're not good enough to take a risk. Right. Yeah. You know, I was like that when I was, I'm a much better actor now. I'll take risks like that. But at the beginning, yeah, you don't. If you're not that good, you don't, you don't, you don't even know what's, how to navigate as an actor, really. Yeah. And one thing that I will say, I know that Clint Eastwood, let me see how long he was acting before this or when he started. What is years, act, uh, years active? Um, 1963 was when he started so 11 years prior to he this 33 when he started huh yeah i mean i don't know a lot Ooh. of movies from way way back then that you know in the 60s or whatever that he was doing but um he did those one, spaghetti westerns in the late 60s in italy I think. okay okay one of the things that i i just watching this didn't make me think that clint eastwood's a good actor He's definitely a superstar. Like there, he's, there's, he's definitely got the it factor, but I don't think that he's really that good of an actor. He has the presence. Um, yeah, I don't think he's known for being a good actor, is he? He's known for a brand of what he does: Dirty Harry. Yeah, uh, and then the Western movies, of course. And Western movies—they're not known for being good actors. They're just known for doing Western movies. Clint Eastwood's just like a man's man. I guess is the way that I feel like I described. Yeah, it. he came after John Wayne, right? Right. Yeah. Um, maybe he was the guy to fill the void, the vacuum. Maybe. Yeah. And, and then, like, and a guy like that is not so much about him; it's about who can we fill the vacuum. Just like you said, an entourage that agent said, "Hey, you know, here, I don't care if you're a good actor. You marketable? Can make you a star? Yeah. That's, that's a little different. Yeah. In the art of acting. And uh, I mean, just just this movie in general, four million dollar budget to a twenty five million dollar box office. You know, that I mean, works. that's star studded appeal enough, right there. Yeah, so I I can see what you see because um, Jeff Bridges like stole the whole show. Yeah, like what he was doing, like his acting was. He was twenty five at the time. Yeah, yeah, what he was doing was unbelievable, really. Hell yeah! If you look at the look, if you look at the little things, like the one thing that I just mentioned, and then how he, he played with the character a lot, yeah, it made it endearing. That he's really he made himself uh, the character really likable. Yeah, good uh, good facial expressions as well. Uh, that, that oh yeah, for sure. Up on. I mean, he was doing a lot of smiling, but it's almost like it's a smile that when like he was smiling at the guys, like if you were a guy, you'd want to punch his face. But like when he was smiling at the ladies, it was like, oh yeah, he's a ladies' man. He's a yeah. Ladies man. <laughs> 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 his face. Uh, <laughs> oh, true. Because oh, yeah, he's definitely one of those guys who, uh, well, as we get into Act Two and we get into a little bit more of the movie, we'll talk about it. But yeah, he uh, he just seems like a jokester, you know, a lot of the time. And I mean, not that he's not a badass, because he is, but. Seems like a little bit too much of a jokester for uh, old Thunderbolt and his uh, ca his casting crew. Yeah, 
Thunderbolt. Oh, I love when you find out that who that uh, Clint was Thunderbolt. <laughs> so I guess the last part that we'll leave off for this Act One. What do you think about the whole, just the whole situation with uh, Lightfoot Jeff Bridges? So he goes and he gets the chicks, goes back to Clint Eastwood's uh, motel, got the ladies there. <laughs> the girl who's like. I just like got off of work. I don't want to like jump into a bed right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I just got out of a bed. She said, "Yeah, yeah, there you go." I just, just got, got out of a bed. bed. I don't hop in another bed. And but she Jeff, ended up doing it. That was a uh, Clint Eastwood's character, the one that he got. Yeah, Jeff Bridges is uh, so funny. He's like, "Hey, she's yours, buddy." <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I like that stuff. Actually, throughout the whole film, there's an underlying theme of them liking women. You see, you, you see that. You don't see that in films like that now. Right, and they bring it up. Too. There's um, there's a part in there where they bring it up that, like when uh, Jeff Who's Bridges, um, Clint Eastwood, Jeff oh. Bridges, he's talking about pretty much how he was like, what was it? he's raised in a foster home or like yeah, no, yeah. no, he gets sent to uh, to um, a group home or something. Group home, yeah, um, yeah. Why, why the hell am I? I uh, forgetting on what it was called. The, the boarding school. There you go. Boarding, school, the boarding yeah. school. And he talked about how he met some chick, you know, out there before, like he got off the plane or the boat or wherever the hell he was going, met some chick and totally rocked his world. He's like, I woke up like three days later in a motel. <laughs> and yeah, then, I think it was 14 or something. Yeah. And Clint Eastwood's like, and you've been doing the same thing ever since, huh? <laughs> That's why he never pays for it. <laughs> And Clint, it was funny. This is what I was watching. Clint's um, his character is his character wasn't really feeling it, but then he kind of warmed up to it because he's not doing any, he's not giving any effort. And he's just getting, so he's like, "Oh, what the hell?" And that was real. I like that. And I don't know how long he'd been on the run for. I don't think they really gave a timeline to that, um, to when that last heist happened and all that. Maybe a, a year, two years, maybe three years. Who knows? But now these dudes just found him. He's running for his life again, you know, like arm damn near broken and all that. And so, I mean, I get it from like his state of mind is like, I just want to like be alone. <laughs> but of course, man, I mean, get a, get a nice chick who just comes there and, you know, that's nice also. And that's Catherine Bach, the actress, Catherine yeah. Bach, you know who she's from, right? Uh-uh. She was Daisy Duke on the Dukes of Hazzard back in the Oh, 80s. all right. All right. So you get the Daisy Dukes from. Nice short shorts. What do you think about how she was like, You gotta take me home? And he was like, It's three o'clock in the morning. I'm not taking you home right now. And she was like, I'll run outside in my underwear and say and scream rape. Yeah, they were doing it back then. I was like, What? <laughs> and she did it. And uh the guy there was a guy and a and a woman who like rolled up an older and, couple. Uh, yeah, and I mean they weren't even really that old, and uh, the guy was all excited. He was, yeah, he the, was. The woman, she was like, "Should we even be staying here?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't see that in these movies in this day and age. Yeah, like why did he get so excited about a girl, you know, coming outside screaming rape? I mean, he didn't know one way or the other, you know, if it was really happening or not. Obviously, we know. I know. Happening. <laughs> well, he was getting excited over any type of sex that he wasn't getting from his woman. Yeah, that's for sure. I know you know that. That's a redundant answer, but I know, yeah. I know it was rhetorical question but um 
it, it's kind of like you, you wouldn't see that stuff in movies like that. It's too risky. No, hell back no. then, you know, they um, you know, they say certain words that are offensive now, or let's say a polit politically correct now. Yeah, and there's a lot of things, but it was, <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But uh, George Kennedy's character. <laughs> He you know, he's got the nylon on his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, take, he takes it off. That guy's a freak. <laughs> he, he, took, he took it off to, to walk. <coughs> oh, man. Oh, that was hilarious. But that, that's what I was saying. The theme of women is like, it was strong. And they've been doing something serious. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you got to go. Even that guy at work. Yeah. That one chick, the black, the black girl, it looked like yeah. um. um What's uh, what's the uh, Pamela Greer? Yeah, it wasn't her, but it was like it reminded me of her characters. Similar in those, uh, in those uh, movies, for sure. And, uh, Pam Greer, and then she was like, she was hot too. Yeah, and that one, you know, that one actor or the one character, just a coworker. You just had the one line that says, says to Clint, "Yeah, man, she's driving me nuts, man." <laughs> and then like you never saw the guy again in the, in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like <laughs> she's so hot, she's driving me nuts, man. I can't get out of her. How she start working here? <laughs> All right, um, well, you know what? I think that's a good spot to leave us off. Um, and this is their their first day, their first day together, and now they're uh, Clint Eastwood sends his lady home, <laughs> gives her some cab fare. <laughs> she yeah, doesn't run outside to scream rake. She takes a cab now. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> craziness. But now let's see what other what other uh, adventures these guys get into. Yeah, what other adventures they get into. Make sure you let's follow. Do. Make sure you follow Silver Screen Breakdowns on Apple Podcast and on Spotify and everywhere else. They just use your podcasts. And make sure you follow Silver Screen Breakdowns on YouTube. Let's help us get. And follow me, Nelson. T oh, sorry. Yeah, follow right. me, Nelson Tynes, on uh, or subscribe to my channel on YouTube or follow me on Instagram. Nelson Tynes, T-Y-N-E-S, underscore. You see, you see some of my acting work. I'm doing a little more music now. So you see some me on the keys. Yeah. Yeah. I've been talking to Bogey about collaborating. So we'll see what we, what we uh, can come up with. Nice. Awesome. I'll take care of the, you know, the riffs and stuff. And, of course, he's the mouthpiece. There we go. Not me. All right. Well, there we go. We will see you guys for Act 2. And if you're here live with us, just hang out because we're doing all three acts right now. And we'll see you guys for Act 2. Peace out. All right. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit That's where the most high, we the most live